You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Jonan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports too we also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now so what is good y'all happy first few days of september Uh, i know for the past few episodes i've been ranting about how you all should be just absorbing every single day left till the end of summer and honestly thinking back i cannot believe that august is actually done and you know with september obviously the weather's starting to get a little bit you know not it's not too too hot but it's still kind of nice out obviously the sun is out it's a little bit chillier but we're starting to experience a little bit of that uh fall feel you know what i mean and i don't know i just feel like all seasons have their own beauty and the fact that we're making this gradual transition into the fall is that i like it still you know even though i love summertime and all the stuff that i don't know like you know hanging out with friends and just uh enjoying the nice weather and the sun and everything as much as i enjoy them all i always appreciate what's coming up next and i feel like that's a good attitude have to have in life in general if you know what i mean so yeah happy first few days of september and i hope to all uh if you are a student listening to this right now uh i hope you have a great start in your school year i know uh for a lot of you out there this is probably the first time uh, that you're going to be getting back into in-person classes and I know it's going to be a huge transition because you haven't obviously had that I guess regularly for the past year and a half because of the pandemic and I know you're probably anxious and you're not really sure what to expect but listen all the all the people responsible for making these um, in-person interactions happen are making sure that it's definitely happening considering all the um, health and safety precautions because your health comes first i can definitely speak to that uh, from the university of guelph's perspective and actually it's so exciting that we're actually gonna be having our undergraduate students back on campus once again it is movement day or i guess it already happened i don't know uh I, i just feel like i've been out of touch with that stuff for so long you know grad school things but uh i hope everybody has a great transition into the new school year i know it's a new beginning um and it comes with its own you know you're so excited about the same time you have that uh quote-unquote you stress if that's the proper term meaning that you know you have some stress but it's like a good type of stress like you're worried about certain stuff but at the same time you're so excited so i hope um that you know i just want you to really uh, have trust in the system and uh just have faith in the and what's coming up next yeah that's again like i said before for the things that i was uh talking about about the seasons and whatnot i feel like that's a great attitude to have all right so y'all okay a lot's been happening in the world of combat sports and i feel like i say that every single time 
Hence why combat sports in general are just so exciting to watch because I don't think there's ever... For the past, how many episodes have we had for TKO so far? So this is episode 239. Holla, first of all, shout out to all the fans and our platform, you know, the platform providers here. Um, here at CFRU 93.3 FM, our family here at CFRU. Um, anyway, so for the past 239 episodes that we've had so far, I don't think there's been a week uh, or an episode that we've had so far that we've said, oh, there isn't anything exciting happening in the world of combat sports right now because it's just so diverse and there's always something important happening. If it's not a fight happening, that, then it's something outside the, the ring and the, and the cage scene. Something with the fighters having some talks with each other, trying to instigate potential matchups and whatnot. So this week, uh, we actually had a mix of all those things above. So we have some fighter drama that we should definitely talk about here on, on our episode. I'm sure when I bring up these two names, you are already on the edge of your seat and you want to know, you know, what's happening next and... I'm sure a lot of you out there will even have your popcorns out ready and just um, ready to see what's going to happen next with regards to the drama. So Nate Diaz and the notorious Conor McGregor have had a very steamy exchange online, which um, was very interesting. So we're going to be getting into that. Just briefly talking about it a little bit today because there's some other um, interesting things that I do want to get into for this week's episode. So this past weekend, we actually had a celebrity boxing match uh, happening between Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley. And when I say celebrity boxing match, not to say that it was a exhibition fight because it was actually a, um, I believe it was a cruiserweight uh, bout. Which, uh, which means that it was actually a boxing fight. It was a professional boxing fight. But, I mean, obviously, Jake Paul, um, we don't know him just as an athlete. We know him as a celebrity. That's why I just said celebrity boxing. But that fight already took place this past Saturday. It was a pretty interesting fight. And I'm going to be talking a little bit about what's to expect in the future, you know, in this whole field. And... Just talking some some stuff and uh, honestly, what happened and what's coming up for each guy in the future. Okay, so that's what we're going to be talking about today, about stuff that has already happened. But also, I want you to know that this upcoming weekend, we have a very, 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 very interesting fight night coming up. So UFC Fight Night 191, excuse me, um, it is happening on September 4th. And uh, we're going to be having our main event as a, um, a UFC medley bout between Darren Till from the UK and Derek Brunson, who is a great contender in the middleweight division. And uh, both guys are actually ranked very high, um, uh, are very talented contenders actually in this weight division. So this what is happening this upcoming Saturday and we're going to be giving you all the breakdown that you need to, you know, things to keep in mind before the fight so that once you actually sit down to watch this fight, you know exactly what to expect. And in case you're betting money on either of these people, you know what to do. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you like, OK, definitely bet on this person because I don't want to do that. That's just not how the game of mixed martial arts works. 
Um, you've probably heard me many times say the mixed martial arts math never works out, which is a huge thing. Like it's a truth <laughs> for real. Um, I can give you all the predictions that I have while also keeping it as unbiased as possible. Just talking about some stats and, you know, things that Uh, me myself as a fan and also as a should i say like a commentator unofficial commentator notice while watching the previous fights of each of these guys and some of the things that i think you should be watching out for but also what each guy needs to watch out for himself and his opponent so we're going to be talking about all those stuff today and i just when i when i came across this matchup it was just an immediate Uh, attention graph for me because both guys are very um uh how do i say like uh, they're really admired in this uh, weight division i think that's a good way to put it uh they fought some very notable fighters in the past and the fact that they're going to be facing off against each other i think it's going to be a good matchup overall so now without further ado let's get started okay so i'm so excited okay so i really just want to briefly touch on the whole jake paul and tyron woodley thing so uh what happened was that you know there was obviously a lot of hype coming into this fight jake paul's camp was talking trash to tyron woodley's camp and then on top of that uh when we're watching the pre-fights open workouts for each guy uh tyron woodley because again like he comes from a very strong wrestling background and used to be the uh welterweight champion at the ufc you know coming from a professional mma uh background as his recent uh experience in combat sports he was this time around he was actually going to be getting into professional boxing and i know there's striking in mma and you're probably thinking well that's that should be a very smooth tra- transition for anybody coming from a mma background into into any of the more fundamental martial arts uh and i have to tell you this yes mixed martial arts has a has an array of martial arts included in it hence the name mixed martial arts but It is not the same because once you have to mix all those things together, merge all those skill sets together in MMA, you have to adapt certain things and you have to let go of certain techniques like those uh, really strict techniques that you would otherwise have in those fundamental sports, you know, those basic sports like Taekwondo or, you know, wrestling, boxing, whatever it is. Uh, you have to make a lot of adaptations to make those things and those moves work and mix martial arts. So um, MMA is like a hybrid of all those combat sports. But once you have to make that transition from MMA into those fundamental sports, I think the transition is actually a little bit harder. And everybody expects you to deliver the same amount of power, the same amount of um skill set and expertise but unfortunately it's not always the case i would say actually on the contrary if you are making a transition from a fundamental martial arts and combat sports into mma chances are that you're going to be much more successful and you're going to be having a much smoother um transition into mma as opposed to the other way around so in this case tyron woolley was making that transition from mma to professional boxing and you know you could tell from the open workout videos that 
he was really trying his best to focus on technique and to focus on uh, like the smoothness and um, you know how readily how readily he was able to deliver shots and punch punch combinations in a purely boxing format and when he was uh trading shots you know just hitting pads and that open workout thing that he had that was broadcasted you could kind of tell that because he wasn't delivering with a lot of power it just felt like he was okay i don't want to i don't want this to come out the wrong way but it looked like he was trying to rehearse everything in the right way so that he wouldn't forget okay like after this thing like after i throw this jab and this combo then it comes the hook or whatever it is you know what i mean it's like when you want to rehearse for a, a dance choreography or something and you want to remember every single thing you want to make sure that everything goes smoothly you don't necessarily care about like at the time you don't care about how much power you're exerting or, or whatever it is you just want to exert those moves in the right order and that you want to make sure that they come out the right way so i think when we're seeing those uh video footages of tyron woodley trying to work out in a purely boxing manner that's kind of what it looked like and um i appreciate that the fact that he was trying to work on his boxing moves only because obviously you cannot just switch into, for example, like kickboxing or something. Or you can't just throw only one or two power shots and expect that they're they're going to be your only tools for the whole length of the fight. When you're fighting professional boxing, you have to know, you have to be ready for everything that uh, that is uh, possible in professional boxing you know both for yourself and what to expect as well from your opponent so i'm not gonna give tyron woodley a hard time for that because again like i told you guys it is a huge deal trying to transition from mma into a f more fundamental combat sport because you have to make sure that you're obeying all the all the rules and um, keep being mindful of all the techniques that you have actually let go it for MMA, but now you have to relearn them and reapply them for those basic combat sports. So yeah, again, I'm not going to give Tyron a hard time for that, but that's just what it looked like. Uh, Jake Paul, though, I feel like because he didn't have to go through all that, uh, you know, spiral path, uh, I, I feel like it was much easier for him to prepare for this fight because um, I mean, yeah, like he obviously doesn't have as much experience in combat sports compared to Tyron Woodley, but at least for the past few fights that he's had, they have been, after all, boxing, like pure boxing. So he, he was just doing whatever he was doing before. And then, you know, coming into this fight, um, I have to be honest with y'all, it was, it was a very, it was a little bit underwhelming fight. I was expecting more from both guys. Um, I think Tyron Woodley, though, he uh, did better than I expected in a, in a pure boxing match. Again, keeping all the, all those stuff in mind. Um, and I think that uh, Jake Paul, too, he fought a little bit differently in that he didn't want to... He actually fought very smart. He didn't come in to completely try to go for the finish and the knockout and the in the early minutes and the early rounds instead he actually wanted to exchange shots with uh his opponent tyron woodley and um he was he just kept on coming forward and i think overall it, it was not a bad fight 
I say that it was a little bit underwhelming because I was expecting more power deliverance from both parties, actually, not just Tyron Woodley, but both Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley. Um, but to me, it just looked like, you know, the shots were there. It wasn't like it was a completely inactive fight. More so that um, it just looked like they were just sparring inside a gym. That's what it looked like to me. But hey, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to heighten my expectations in this case because again, Jake Paul, he's a YouTube star. He's not a boxer with a lot of experience, and also Tyron Woodley, as much as experience as he has in wrestling and mixed martial arts. This was his boxing debut, so I cannot really give either guy a hard time. But overall, I really do applaud them for the fact that they fought each other. And you know what? I think they were both satisfied at the end of the day because uh, reports have it that both guys were equally paid $2 million each. And I don't know if you can actually complain after getting that much money for a boxing fight. And also on a side note, I was very happy that the promoters gave both Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley the same amount of money because usually in combat sports, we have a side A fighter uh, who gets to, you know, uh, propose all, all the terms in a contract and gets to uh, win more money at the end of the day. But here, thankfully, things were paid out equally, which made me really happy. And um yeah, you know, the fact that both guys got paid uh, really well for this fight, I think that was a good thing. So, yeah, it, it was it was an okay fight. I'm not going to give either guy a hard time again. Because, again, like, we're not talking about a Canelo Alvarez fighting a Triple G here in this case that we would heighten our expectations of, oh, like, I, I, I should have seen a complete knockdown i should have seen a complete display of skill set or whatever because again neither guy was a actual professional boxer so i feel like we should be realistic in this case with uh what we were expecting out of this fight honestly so that's that um and i just want to talk okay so oh yeah so the nate diaz and conor mcgregor thing Things have been very interesting before I, yeah, before I talk about the breakdown for the Darren Till and um, Derek Brunson fight, I really do want to just briefly touch on this uh, exchange that Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor had over the past few days. So you guys know that Conor McGregor, ever since the fight that he had recently against Dustin Poirier, the rubber match that he had against Dustin Poirier, um, and how that fight ended you know uh with conor mcgregor breaking his shin and uh he having to under uh, undergo a whole procedure and um just be in recovery for a long time yet him you know not not being dismayed at all and actually hitting the gym i think almost a week after his procedure even though he was on a wheelchair and everything he still hit the gym to do bench presses and whatnot which was uh very interesting very very interesting and in the meanwhile on social media you would think that okay yeah he probably he's probably in so much pain like he must be taking some medication like he should be resting or whatever but not with conor mcgregor conor mcgregor just took his phone went on social media started talking all the trash in the world to his haters aka some fighters that he has already had a lot of beef with um, he didn't specifically name names, um, even though we we all know that his intentions were a little bit, 
bitter towards Dustin Poirier himself. We know that he doesn't really like Khabib Nurmagomedov, uh, arguably the greatest lightweight fighter of all time. And of course, we already know that he had beef with Nate Diaz, Stockton's very own Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor fought two times before. The first time that they fought, Nate Diaz choked out Conor McGregor in a very uh, unexpected manner. So things were just like out of control. Conor McGregor fans were so angry. And Nate Diaz was like, I told you, you know, to put it in PG terms. (laughs) He said, you know what? I knew it all along and you're nothing to me. You're taking everything that I was working for, Conor McGregor, you know, all that stuff. And then the second fight that the two had, it was a very bloody match. It was actually a very close up, uh, close matchup. But uh, I believe it was uh, awarded, the W was given to Conor McGregor through a majority decision, meaning that one of the judges actually gave it a draw. That's how close the fight was. And ever since then, you know, both guys have gone on to their own ways. And Conor McGregor did a lot of things after that. Nate Diaz has been a little bit dormant, though. In the meanwhile, just trying to enjoy his life, you know, going on triathlons and whatnot. And um, training his uh, brother, who's also a fighter, Nick Diaz, who, surprise, surprise, is actually going to be fighting in September. We're going to be talking about it in our upcoming episodes. That's going to be very exciting. But, you know, just saying that Nate Diaz wasn't as active in the meanwhile uh but uh not okay so let me just rephrase this he wasn't active in the fighting scene as much but he was very active on social media trying to talk trash to all the fighters that he thought was so much better than uh inside the octagon and now um nate diaz has actually talked trash once again the the (laughs) The master has spoken, you know, um, he has been saying that, okay, Conor McGregor, what the heck you have been trained? Like he just, okay. Anyways, I don't want to paraphrase because it's so hard to keep it PG. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm just going to kind of like summarize it, give you all a synopsis of it all. Uh, what's been happening is that Nate Diaz kind of criticized Conor McGregor for going to the gym after his leg was broken. And he's saying, okay, you can't even do anything to me because you're, you're on a wheelchair. You can't even fight anybody right now. Right. And this is, mind you, this is just like out of the blue kind of thing, completely irrelevant to, you know not even like a potential matchup has been announced yet (laughs) Nate Diaz has uh used his platform to speak up you know which is great like he can do whatever he wants but you know it's actually a little bit funny uh the fact that he just like randomly puts out these statements on Twitter uh just uh completely uh talking trash to the people that he doesn't like Uh, the number one person being conor mcgregor so uh this was actually significant because conor mcgregor he is currently residing in california to recover from his uh, procedures and also do like uh rehab therapies and whatnot for his leg trying to get back to normal conditions and the fact that he is in california and like i told you guys nate diaz is from stockton california uh, this kind of like gives us a, a few hints of oh goodness like what's gonna happen like is any of them gonna pull up to the other person's place and what's gonna happen you know uh, so that's why Nate Diaz has been talk- like starting to talk a little bit of trash to Conor McGregor and McGregor 
he, we all know he's not gonna sit still and not really respond back so he has uh replied back saying that are you delusional essentially like what the heck are you saying obviously like uh you haven't fought in so long like who do you think you are right and uh he actually even said that he was ready to fight very very soon which is very surprising but okay like he can say what he wants on social media and uh (laughs) Nate Diaz replied back saying that, oh, you can't even do anything. Like, I'm obviously going to beat you. And uh, he even threw some shots towards Dustin Poirier and Khabib Nurmagomedov saying that they dodged him and that he was completely going to whoop their butts, essentially. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, this is still pretty fresh and hot. So I'll definitely keep you guys updated on Anything that will potentially come up between the two in the future as well. Uh, I kind of smell that the, uh, not the, excuse me, not the commentators, but the matchmakers are trying to prime our brains, the, the, the brains and the minds of the fans for a potential rubber match between McGregor and Diaz. Once McGregor is um, okay enough to get back into the octagon again. I don't think it's happening anytime soon, though, because we know that Conor McGregor's leg is going to take a while to heal properly. And not only that, but it, for him to get back into fighting shape is probably going to take another six months or so. So I would say mm, the earliest we can p- ex- potentially expect this matchup is in two years, honestly, to be realistic. But the fact that they're trying to prime us. I don't think this is by accident, y'all. And uh, I really do think that they're trying to hype us all up for something big in the future. And I do think that we are eventually going to see that rubber match between Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor. But for now, this is all the tea that I have. But uh, for the subsequent weeks, I will definitely keep y'all updated on anything new. Okay. All right. Okay. So for the next two minutes that we have for the show. All right. So I really want to quickly break down this fight between Derek Brunson and Darren Till. So this is going to be a middleweight bout between the two. And this is a very interesting matchup because talking about Darren Till, like, okay, first of all, both guys have fought some very uh, high level contenders in the in the division they're still at the top of their games but unfortunately because of certain circumstances they were uh, not victorious in those bouts against the big people should i say in the division but they're still at the top of the game and the fact that they're going to be fighting off against each other i think that that's a huge deal because whoever wins this fight will potentially get to fight a top five contender next in the division so talk about darren till Darren Till, overall, he's a very, very talented fighter. But unfortunately, things started to go downhill for him starting to 2018 when he lost his first professional fight against Tyron Woodley. That wasn't cool. He got submitted. And then um, he actually fought Jorge Masvidal, bad boy Jorge Masvidal in his home country. And unfortunately, he was knocked out in that fight. The next fight that he had was against Kelvin Gastelum in 2019. In that fight, it was a close fight still, but um, he won that fight actually through a split decision. And unfortunately, the next, uh, the the last, the most recent fight that he's had, it was against the former middleweight champion Robert Whitaker in 2020, in which he lost through a decision. So the most recent records aren't looking really good for Darren Till, but other than that, he his record has been actually perfect and pristine. 
and uh, his style of fighting is very unique in that he's uh, he fights very tall, and he he util excuse me utilizes this uh, karate style combat um, figure, and uh, it actually helps him a lot in the fights uh, because he's able to throw his shots, but also stay on the outside and. It's uh, it's very, very unique to him, and it's helped him a lot. But also talking about Derek Brunson, Derek Brunson is overall a very well-rounded mixed martial artist. Um, for the most recent fights that he's had, actually, he, ha he has had a lot of success, you know, since 2019. He's won all of his fights. The only fights that he's lost uh, recently have been against the current champion, Israel Adesanya, and then some, um, uh, the former champion, Robert Whitaker, and then some uh, veterans in this weight division and the overall sport, people like Anderson Silva and Jacare Sosa. So again, I'm not going to give him a lot of grief for those because, um, you know, uh, those were big people. And I think even in those fights, he, w he was still able to showcase his talents. But overall, that's why I think you guys should be watching this Darren Till and Derek Brunson fight because it's a very good matchup. And I think... The outcomes are going to be very, very interesting. All right. So, unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week. You guys, make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. And until next time, it's your girl, Janan, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.